What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Ball Status. That's right, folks. We're here to talk about the business of health and the health of business. I'm Doug Miller, and this is my co-host, Meaty Thighs, Patrick May, National Sales Manager for Director, I forget your title, whatever you are, I don't have for one. Core America or some something like that. And this is James Gracely. We make up titles here, too. What, what is your t- I guess you're Sales Director of America Energy. Yeah, that'll work. That'll I work. talked, uh, when I, I say the, d- the Director of America Energy. The Director. The yeah. only employee... That's not wrong. He is the America Energy right. employee. So we got a good episode today. I honestly did not prepare for this. Uh, That's so, good. That's but good. we just decided, you know what we should entitle this? Energy drinks, energy drinks, energy drinks. What do you Three think times. about it? Creative. Do you think that's a good one? <laughs> I think I th- it's good. Let's table that. I think, we, <laughs> I think I nailed it. It's good. So, Speaking of energy drinks, this, this episode all right, is well, sponsored by... Yeah, let's get, it, get, let's get in there. Boom. That's what we're going with. It sounds amazing in the headphones. Hmm. You know... Freedom is up there, man. And... Vi- Victory, I know why it's our biggest seller right now. It just when you, it, it's kind of like wow every time you, yeah. you try it. It's it's pretty amazing. Yeah. And it, it's, it's one such of an kind. outlier in that space. And that's right. what I keep hearing from distributors apart we're talking to that everything kind of tastes similar now. Yes. But Victory is so different than what's currently on the market. It's perfect. Which makes me think now we're digressing. Now we're brainstorming. Now we're what we call we squirreling. Can do this the whole in the episode business. if you want to. I got now one. I feel like we should go more of a traditional soda route. So flavors. this How morning, I told that? Dave, I'm like, you know what? I don't know where this came from, but I really want American Classic. And no, that back old, to that the old soda shop taste, kind of straight from the fountain. I want a cheer one. See, I think we need to. Mm, okay, so now we're talking. Now See, we're, I, I, I think we need to re, redo the American Classic if we bring bring back Cherry Cola. I think it that, needs to be improved. One name we've been talking about, the hoosh, boosh, douche, douche. I don't remember that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a whole write up about beans and stuff. Oh, oh! So if we go that route, oh, oh, that route, but use that name, it'll it works still. See, even though I'm the only American Energy employee, I have no idea what you're talking about. So you just gotta remember that write up about the bean popping. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Remember that flavor? So we take that route. We take (laughs) that name and that direction, but we go back to go with a cherry cola. Cola. I co-sign that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think collaborated just, with yeah. cheer. I don't know if cheer. I'm gonna get behind that name and all that bean popping, but um. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows what the heck we're talking about. There's been a lot of talk of bean popping around here, so no drug right. usage at the moment. Yeah, yeah. So why James is on? So James, um, well, maybe we can get into the James Gracely origin story. How about oh, that? Oh man, here, here's what we run into, and my wife gives me a hard time because I don't remember. Dates. Like I give you a broad spectrum. Well, um, let's start from let's start, let's start back to, to childhood. Let's not. Okay. Let's fast forward and, to how about like schooling, military, or whatever. Like, how'd you get into? Because you are known in this industry. If you guys don't know James Grace, a lot of you probably don't know James Gracely. But anyone in the... Because he doesn't do this. That's by because design. Because he doesn't do this, right? He's like a silent killer. Um, anyone in the drink space or even really the specialty space knows James Gracely. It's kind of funny. It's, it's, it's kind of weird, actually. 
it's like, it's fun, man. I you know yeah. I and I, talk about I'll tell you what I love, I love grace, like in humility, and I I try to humble myself as much as possible by talking to everybody. Well, well, this is true, and the reason why is at these trade shows, he literally burns the midnight oil. Like absolutely, the schmoozing, schmoozing <laughs> at night, schmoozing during the day, schmoozing at breakfast, schmoozing all the time. Well, maybe like three hours of sleep, and maybe. that's why you know everyone. Yeah, no, absolutely. So let's let's go back. So what, what's your what what's your shtick? What's your story? Oh, <laughs> like where do you come from, and how did you get into the energy drink world? Because really, I mean, you you've done a lot of things, but energy drinks is really like that's your passion, like your specialty, right? Yeah, I mean, we can we can start when I left. Well, at the military, I had a back injury that put me out. Um, and I was just begging for something to do that kept me active. I didn't really lift weights growing up. I was always long and lean and there's strength and leverage. So when I was playing sports, I didn't have to lift weights. Um, and it turned out I can put weight on pretty easily. Um, so trying to rehab that back injury kind of got me into weightlifting and then in turn kind of falling into some GNCs. Um, I was doing some sports specific training at some local YMCA's and, and, Bored during the day because as you guys have known at this point, I don't like to sit still. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm up till two, three in the morning, firing off emails or, or, or doing something um, active with my brain or body. Um, so I went to a local GNC and just started as a part-time employee. That's that's literally how it started. So how old were you then? Oh shoot, uh, 25, 26-ish. Um, that sounds about right. And so how long were you with there? I, I was in and out of GNCs for shoot. Uh, six, six, five or six, seven years, somewhere in that area. I mean, I was uh, a part-time sales associate, store manager, uh, senior store manager. Um, I bounced back and forth between uh, GNC corporate stores and some GNC franchise stores where I ended up meeting a lot of, you know, reps at that time because, you know, outside sales teams at that time were few and far between. I think the first outside sales team I remember I'd met um, was a cellular rep, and that was when they first started to see their their real climb in what 2010 yeah. that was ish. That was pretty much Cellular Core and USP Labs. Were oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah, USP Labs, Cellular yep. Core. Um, what was, uh, you know, Explode was the big pre-workout back then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that that's how it began. Um, and then through one of those reps that I'd met, you know, a handful of years later, um, they wanted to build a similar outside sales team that they did with Cellular Core with VPX. At the time, you know, Bang Energy was... It's been around for a few years, gone through a few can iterations. So what year is this now? <sighs> oh, yeah, this is important. You're, you're we get to dial me into years. Well, because I'm curious, like, if v, if Bang actually, because Bang was around around for a while before right. they blew up. 100%. Um, so I want to say 2012, late 2012, early 13, I believe was around the time, and they had been around for huh. about a year or two. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when they had the bang written long ways up the can. was one of the first times I remember seeing it. With a bullet. With a bullet, 100%. Uh, the original bang iteration was 350 cell- 357 milligrams of caffeine. Exactly. Uh, exactly. There, I mean, you know Jack had you, some reason. Uh, uh, Come on. I totally <laughs> missed that. Like a 357 magnum. Uh, yeah. I totally missed that. So, yeah. Yeah. So the original. Right. So when he started peeling back some of the can or, or changing the can iterations, he obviously peeled back the caffeine some. At any rate, so the gentleman did it have the super creatines? Oh, it had super creatine. Okay, just checking. And as that, long as that was <laughs> so. When when you're with one of the, and I won't, I won't nail this into just GNC. When you're working for these corporate stores, there's a certain dollar figure you got to hit daily. Yeah. So when these 
I ran a couple of mall stores and these employees would come in and want an energy drink and they want to spend two or three bucks. I'm like, I need you to spend 40 or 50. Right. I'm like, you know, it's got creatine in it. <laughs> and they were like, no, I didn't know that. I said, go get a water. You don't want creatine to sit on your butt the rest of the day. And I would talk people out of bank sales. I don't want to hurt my average dollar. Right. Um, so I always found that kind of funny as I ended up working for Bang years later. They should talk people out of buying this drink for years. That's great. Not to hurt my average dollar during the day. Um, but as this gentleman was trying to, you know, reach out and build this kind of field sales team, I was going to start at Bang Energy as a field sales manager, you know, to run the Southeast. That was the beginning. So you, it, it wasn't, so it wasn't the pills and powders at VPX. It was literally to sell the drink. It was to sell the drink, but obviously there were some synergies, right? I mean, yeah. like here, like there's, yeah. there's some synergies with America Energy right. and America Labs. We want to kind of tie the two together. Um, the lead at that time, because Bang Energy was starting to see some climb. I mean, I think at the time it was four flavors. It was the idea was to, again, leverage Bang to move pills and powders. Yep. Never really ended up being the case because Bang became the juggernaut and everybody forgot about pills and powders, even though they still make a lot of pills and powders. So you started as like a regional sales manager. That's how it started. So you had like a couple states or something? I had a couple states. I had the entire Southeast. And there was, when I came on board, this lasted. And you had a, did you have a truck? Did you? No, no, no. It lasted for all of a day. The day I start, the national sales director who brought me on board and the vice president of sales left the company in the same week, leaving a huge void. In three, in three field sales managers. Um, so there was work on the table that needed to be done. And I'm not the guy to go ask for permission to do something if something needs to be done. I just started doing the job. I said, that happens nowhere. Like, whether you're qualified or not, whether you could do the job or not, it happens nowhere. So essentially, overnight, I moved from not being on this side, if you will, the vendor side of the industry, to going to basically running all especially for VPX, pretty much overnight. <laughs> um, it, w- it was a lot of trial and error. Um, and obviously having bank helps, Jesus, man. I mean, that thing at that point, we... So what year is this now? Like year, it, it was it's starting to take same off? Same year. It was that... Uh, it was literally the day I started both of those guys. So Bang has been around for, I mean, almost Bang, a decade Bang has been big and blowing up for about eight, eight years eight now? Eight years. So... Bang didn't take off then. It was a couple of years down the road. Yeah. That was always my biggest pushback around, we'll say, 2014, like 2015 was about right. the time. And that was that's when, when I, I came into the stores, yeah. and that's when... So what caused that blow-up? It was it, it's an, it was an outlier in that space at that time, right? I mean, it was, it was given the wherewithal to take energy as a whole, kind of branded as a better for you because everybody was drinking Red Bulls, drinking Monsters. And at the time, I think this was just before Monster Ultra started coming out. Nothing tastes good. Yeah. Like, and I always joke about this. And Red there wasn't a lot of zero sugar stuff on the market. There wasn't a lot. Well, I think Red Bull was trying, but yeah. it's still not good. No, Red, Red Bull is right. still not, not good. good. Yeah, no. um, but it's one of the truest testaments to first to market, right? Right. And Jesus, I mean, they've been around for ages. And that was always, I mean, I grew up in the clubs and, and oh, working yeah. security. And you drank your Red Bull and vodka, vodka at night. Yep. And the next day when you're heading out, you grabbed your two Red Bulls and kept on moving. Um, bang just happened to come wrong at the right time, right? Give you some flavor innovation, put some better for you in ingredients in a can, and that was the sell. Hmm. So at this point in time, you're where did you end up at Bang? And what year did you leave Bang? Like what, what did you how did you progress through Bang? Oh man. Are you working directly with Jack? I'm working oh. directly with Jack, uh, working directly with a couple of his right hand people. Um, we all had 
kind of like here, we all have multiple jobs. Um, yep. Begrudgingly so there, not so much yeah. here. Um, so a lot of international business, um, as we started to grow that thing into into large format or grocery, convenience, a non-traditional business like military, that's where all it started. It started sports nutrition. Um, it started to carve its way out. And that's when Red Bull and Monster started taking notice. So did you learn the ins and outs of the distribution chain and the different avenues uh, literally on the job, like you had to figure it out or was there, did you have like a, was there a mentor there or somebody that kind of already knew that path for beverage or so what? I, I kind of learned it in reverse. Um, whereas it was, here's a product is starting to see some traction. Um, grocery and convenience chains are really showing some interest. Um, with their, that went that route first. And that was, at the time, not the route to go. At the time, it was find your distribution partner and then move through distribution partner to retail. Yep. Um, it was, that's how a lot of it began. Um, as that business began to scale, greatly so, right? Um, they brought in some a handful of individuals from Red Bull and Monster, a couple of guys in particular. Um, I do consider one of those guys a mentor to me in that in the beverage space, who's a, a flipping rock star. Um, I, I talked to him two nights ago. I talked to him at least once a week because I get a lot of things. He came from Red Bull in North America where he helped build that distribution footprint. Um, that's when I really got in his back pocket. And a lot of people were, again, what we talked about earlier, like being humble and, 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 and taking everything as they come is – as a lot of my responsibilities started being peeled away, because we are growing to a point where bandwidth is an issue, um, they started to peel a lot of that responsibility away. And they were like, are you upset? And I'm like, absolutely not. I said, I can learn so much from this guy. All I have to do is get out of my own way, hop in his back pocket. And that's when I got to go. I got a chance to go to every retail buyer in the country, because what we just talked about, this is different or was rather at the time different than Red Bull, different than Monster, where it is more functional, right? And whether or not they're truly functional or efficacious was irrelevant. The Red Bull and Monster guys had no idea how to explain super creatine or CoQ10. I did. So I'm like, when they want to go to 7-Eleven or Walmart or Quick Trip or Wawa, and they're like, who wants to go? And I'm, <laughs> take me. Um, that's when I got a chance to learn the distribution side um, and, and learn how to build out what that network would look like and what that takes. It's obviously an undertaking. So you, you ended up as like a VP at... I ended up as VP of specialty. Um, and then obviously, again, there was so many things that were underneath the purview. I, I was still acting as national sales director. I still ran accounts, um, helped with some international, um, as we were traveling overseas to build out some of the overseas business for banks. So that was, was a lot this of fun 2019 too. around that because no, it was a little earlier than that. that. It was I remember early. meeting you at the mm -hmm. Arnold yep. bang had a huge booth. Oh God. I think we had America energy, didn't we? At the time or no? <clears throat> so we met at the Arnold, but then we also... At Nax. Nax. Was well, that was... Year. Yeah, that, that was, was 2019. Yeah, that was 2019. By that time, so I, I had 20, already moved on. So 2018 right. was probably think, the Arnold we met. And then you went on to Ignite. I so, went on to Ignite. So what's, what's the story there? You I worked was, with Dan Blazarian. So, and, yeah. What's the, what's the story? So my wife's lot in life is to kind of turn a blind eye, apparently, because she hasn't killed me yet. <laughs> it's, to go, it's to go from Bang Energy to Dan Bilzerian. Yeah. Um, and then there was another opportunity after Ignite that would have been probably just as egregious, but uh, I chose the better route, and I'm still alive. Um, so <laughs> I honestly went to Ignite to manage their he, CBD. He came to us for the wholesome family atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I came here for the jokes, 100%. Yeah. Um, for the gayness. <laughs> How to say it? 
Meat Brigade! Oh, wait, I, was, I was waiting for that. here. Oh, yeah. yeah. There we go. Got him. <laughs> um, but no, I went there to run CBD and THC. Um, and I always joke about that. The irony of, the irony of that is I never smoked weed a day in my life, yeah. but there are so many practical applications that at some point legislation to get out of the way, and that's really going to take over in the country. That's originally why I went there. So you started, you, you were a president of Ignite, or so what? So when, when they found out, someone got into Dan's back, you know, pocket somehow, because I, I would talk to him in passing, and we'd have some passing conversations, but, you know, yeah, I'm not a chick, I'm, I'm not attractive, so he didn't <laughs> care about talking to me. Um, but the president of Ignite International, which is the parent company, went to Dan and was like, hey, you know you got a former VP of Bang on your staff, and I'm getting called out to Los Angeles to sit down with Dan because he wants a beverage company. And that's how that started. And we wanted to do everything. We wanted a piece of energy, we wanted a piece of water, we wanted a piece of spirits with tequila and vodka. Um, we went down the route of looking at some seltzers at the time. So they, th this whole encompassing beverage thing was going to be, should have been, um, given this platform, right? Something that could have taken us in you know, 10, 15, 20 years. So you did launch an energy drink with them? I helped launch an energy yeah, drink with yeah, them, with, well, yeah. with Zero, yeah. Um, but more specific by... As helping with that or, or helping Bumper Bowl with that, I did more with spirits and tequila. Um, and then did, you know, got a chance to go to Jalisco. It was fun to go down to Mexico and learn. I'm a huge tequila fan. Um, Dude, it's his tequila tastes like butthole. <laughs> I don't know how so, else to say so it. That the, stuff uh, you brought at the uh, Christmas party, bro, it literally, if you took butthole and you... No, like, dude, you're offending a lot of people with this. You absolutely... No, I'm not telling you what brand it was. Battle. No, I'm but it was but it was a high end uh, tequila. Bro, but that wasn't like there was nothing good about like that. it was so smoky. It was literally like right. taking the the butt end of a cigar and like putting it in your mouth. That's what I felt like. So so mezcals are, are cooked differently. Apparently. And, and, <laughs> and they do have that smoky blend. So now that I've pivoted to only drinking tequila, I miss bourbons. Bourbons are amazing. Um, but I know what works for me. I know what works for my body. I can tell you down to the drinks that make me drunk. I can take a sip and put that damn thing down and go, no thanks. Tonight's would be even worse if I do this. So, but I missed bourbons. I missed that kind of smoky, barrelly taste, and that's why I started drinking. Mezcal. Maybe we should do a bourbon, American bourbon. Yeah, I do love the. Well, I, actually, I wasn't, the there alcohol one, space. wasn't there American already American bourbon? Remember what? at Max? We did talk. We found to them. it somewhere. Yeah, it's something along those lines. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was very American century. I don't know what the name was. It's well, we could do red, white, and bourbon. Red, white, and bourbon. <laughs> so you know, a good oaky bourbon. Let's TM maybe. that quickly. Well, our seltzer was yeah. It's just, it was, uh, that uh, one's ama that one's that, amazing. That one's happening. It's got, okay. Anyways, well, I had some interest in that the other day, so I meant to bring that up earlier. Um, so there, there is an outlet for it. We want to do it. So okay, so the, you were there pr probably two years. I was there right at two years. Yeah. So it's called America Bourbon. That's it. Yep. So can we talk a little With bit about no without pay. getting you into trouble? Um, uh, can we talk a little bit why like why you decided to move on? Let's go there. Yeah, I could do that. Um, yeah. or, okay, better yet. Difference of opinions. But yeah, better better yet, why don't we talk about why you came us, like uh, came no, to us. Like what us. was, how how you guys, what's that? Well, that's perfect. So when I was stepping away, um, Ignite was pivoting to be, and this is fair to say, Ignite was pivoting to be a vape company, and they're yeah. doing so well in vape right now. They are. It, it, it made sense for them. I get it. So they still make some of the beverage items, but that's not really their, their shtick. So does that still exist today, Zero? It still exists today. Um, Where is it distributed? I don't see it very it, there, often. There are a handful of the distri distri distributors we picked up earlier that still carry it, but not many, to be honest. Um, they have put all their eggs in the vape barrel. And good for them. They're killing it in vape. Yeah. Um, so since they weren't going to go down the path of, of, of you know, 
betting out what that beverage thing could look like, it made more sense for me being, we talked about earlier, beverage is my background or not. Beverage is my passion at this point. Yeah. Um, even though I'm probably I'd say eight to 10 years into what beverage, the beverage business is. Um, I, I was looking around the industry and I was super blessed that I, I talked to pretty, if there's a major national brand right now, I, I had a conversation with them and it was awesome. Um, but the reason I circle back, cause I remember the conversations that we'd had yeah. at, at, at the Arnold and at Nax, and then seeing how you guys both run your stores, run your brands. Um, you don't cut any corners, which I find amazing. Um, and I was kind of searching, I was searching for a good fit, right? Um, I was looking for uh, an atmosphere or, or... Well, you're also 30 minutes down the road, which helps. <laughs> at, not at the time. I, you didn't know that. Not at the time, I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I thought, I was like, well, I haven't seen America in the marketplace for a while, being former military, I love anything that's America branded. Um, I remember we had the conversation at one time, maybe getting away from the cartoon characters. And yep. I was like, well, I started looking out and I didn't see it anywhere. I was like, well, what happened? So I reached out to Pat and he's like, funny, you reach out to me. We're actually looking to you know, move really? back into that space. Yeah. We are in the middle of the rebrand, sitting on the couch in Ashburn. I get a text from James and I was like, holy shit, Doug, James Grayson texted me. It's like a big deal. <laughs> and he called me. I'm like, dude, I'm super humbled. You called me. And I was like, no, I think the first conversation is, bro, but we can't afford you. Well, got there. I let James kind of like say his piece, like what he was, you know, why he's calling me, yeah, why he's right. reaching out. And I was like, dude, I'm, we're super humbled that you called us. Uh, but straight up, I don't know if we can afford you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's uh, honest, right? We were, no, it's fair. we were honest. So, but, um, so since then you've kind of spearheaded the relaunch of America Energy, which I will say, so we launched in on Memorial Day of 2018. Right, um, we're doing well until basically COVID came and crushed us. We it yeah. it crushed us. Um, so we we kind of packed up shop, uh, wrote a bunch of stuff off, and started. We were starting over, um, and then it took us forever to get the new packaging out because at that point in time there was the supply chain. You know, everything took right. longer than it should have. Um, but when we first launched, the market was a lot, I don't want to say easier, but it was kind of, it was, it was cleaner. It was way less crowded. Um, and so I remember when we launched at the time, uh, there was bang, mm -hmm. right? Which is really, it was bang. And then monster ultra were the drinks that we all drank here. Yeah. And we wanted to create a better monster ultra. Okay. Uh, and then the tongue in cheek, you know, marketing. And I remember when we launched, uh, we launched very strongly in specialty, yep. right? And at the time, if you remember, it was who else came out right at that time was, uh, I think C4 ah. might've just been out. The C4 came out, right. Hyde, the really Hyde. terrible yeah, Hyde. Like, Hyde yeah. It was just, oh, dude, just it was, it was out about that. And then B syrup. BSN also had an end, oh, they did. end of rush. End of rush. So it was like, I remember when we were launching with muscle foods, those were the other brands that were kind of launching. And was 3d around that time? Too? No, no, not a yet. Little, a little bit later. Um, BSN was the one we looked at early. BSN is what rain. I'm sorry. Let's backpedal. Rain is, was BSN kind of left the model for, Hey, how do you go after bang? And, whether they couldn't, wouldn't, whatever they, they, they didn't, it didn't work for them. Right. Maybe it was flavoring. Who knows? Um, but rain kind of took that model as taking that, that better for you energy category and go, Oh, there is some legs here, but moreover, um, monster and Red Bull wanted bang out of the energy cooler. That's how that started. Is this, this functional beverage category was, wasn't even an issue for bang. We wanted to go against, you know, Red Bull and monster. Right. We, we don't want any part of a different cooler door. 
Um, and then, you know, Monster goes, all right, well, they're taking too much. In Monster, remember, we used to be able to crush people in the past. It was like, all right, we'll throw, you know, a few tens of thousands of dollars at a problem and it'll go away. Bank didn't go away. So they were like, we'll, we'll create a drink to go against Bang and Rain and create a whole new category. It's functional beverage category now that everybody's hopping in, right? Um, and that kind of protected the energy door away because now, now if you, there was a time if you walked into a convenience grocery store, we started, everybody started taking a piece of Red Bull and Monster's energy door. Now that's not happening anymore. Yeah. So, I mean, when we first launched, our thought in our head was always, can you imagine this at, at a NASCAR? That's, it was really yeah. a C-store play for us. Mm -hmm. It wasn't really especially. It just happened to be, that's where our connections were. There weren't a lot of other op options in specialty. And that's, that's kind of where we grew. We grew a good bit, you know, a seven-figure business. Uh, and we had no idea what we were doing. Like, I mean, you saw us at Nax the first yeah. year. Like, we, I mean, literally, we hadn't. We we were figuring it out. Yeah, but we, you you were the outlier in that space. Like I, I, everybody loved us. When I stopped, when I walked by there, and, and people that I knew in that industry yeah. walk up to me, was like, "Man, what about these guys?" I'm like, yeah. "I said, dude, they're making noise, right?" I mean, yeah. that's they are. You didn't necessarily fit in that space, right? Yeah. Which makes sense if you're in a show like that. Do you want to stand yeah. out? Because there's so many booths hit that show. It's insane. But I will say, with the relaunch, our kind of direction, and I think a lot of this is driven by you too, right? Like. Our direction is a little different because specialty only can take you so far. Right. The mom and pop, I mean, that, that can grow you a nice little business, yeah. but it can't grow you like an empire business, right? Agreed. Which, it, you know, and we still have belief in this brand that this can be that empire-esque business, and especially when we hear feedback, yeah. right? No, absolutely. And, and I, I love you guys. Yeah. I wouldn't have come here if I didn't say right. upside, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, but to, 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 to double down on specialty, especially still is to some degree, but it's not the incubator it used to be. Right. Just because there are so many brands now. So you used to be able to build a nice nest egg, for lack of a better reference point, yep. in specialty to use that money to springboard into large format. And that is so, now there's, instead of having five competitors, now there's 15 competitors. Oh, so the, the less money, for, less money for each, right? And more coming. Um, so this time around, and one of the reasons you're here is to help drive the other, like, the FDM, right. the mm -hmm. the C store, and all of that, and so um, without giving away too of a, too many of our cards, what what is your what is your plan? So let's talk about building a okay. energy drink company, not necessarily like a specialty drink company, but like what are your plans for our drink company? Like what is our strategy here? What are we trying to do? And maybe we can talk a little bit about that. Well, I know we had talked about protecting our backyard first. Um, but the branding and this, this, the, the, you know, leaning heavily, even though the, there was a rebrand and repackaging, if you will, the can, um, we still leaned in heavily to the America theme, mm -hmm. um, is, is really taking hold in the middle of the country. Um, so we had originally talked whoa. about, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh no. I found this outside. What is boom? You know what boom is? <laughs> <laughs> Sucks. It's what it is. Is this thing on? This guy doesn't know what he's talking about, how to start an energy drink company. All you need is pow, baby. Yeah, mega, hacker, mother, Avin, Christine. <laughs> Woo! Boom! PTSD. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I'm going to go high. Yeah, does, does that bring back <laughs> memory? And that interruption today is brought to you by Pal. I'm going to go hide in the closet. No, typically those outbursts. Oh, hit, that, hit that door. That uh, Those outbursts are normally at 2 in the morning. Yeah, that Zach Not two happened to open up that door. <clears throat> oh, dear Jesus. What the heck were we talking about? Oh, <laughs> we're, 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 build, we're building boom right now. Oh, we're building boom, yeah. 
Um, so no, the, the, the twofold, the plan was to kind of go back after specialty, um, which has proven to be a little bit harder, right? Cause yep. there's so many brands right now. So I think we have picked off, picked off a lot of our loyalists. Yeah. Um, but I love the specialty game and always be a special place in my heart. But like you just said, that's the difference between being, let's say a hundred million dollar company and a billion dollar company is moving in a large format. So grocery and convenience is ultimately the goal. Cause that's where the numbers is, where the money is. Um, so in, inevitably you're going to move to specialty anyway. So kind of going back in reverse again, where with bang <coughs> energy, there used to be a model to market where you would, you know, you would get some interest in, 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 in some retail chains and then you would go to a distributor and like, Hey man, I need you to help me incubate this. And by distributor here, you're not talking Europa sports muscle food. You're talking about uh, the core mark and the McLean yeah, and so the, the, the broker network with those yeah, guys yeah. or the beer network, Miller yeah. Coors houses, Budweiser houses. Those are the ones that kind of helped build a lot of the drinks early. Um, but I think COVID changed a lot of it too, where a lot of these retailers will say, say HEB in Texas, um, they ha- they can they can take you on directly. Um, Hy-Vee in the Midwest, they can take you on directly. Um, so as you're building an energy drink now, that's your most prudent choice right now is to kind of identify those that are that are can can warehouse directly and you can work with directly and then maybe backpedal to some of the other distribution partners to get some of the outliers. That's a tougher ask. Um, because if you start dealing with those Budweiser, Miller, or even some of the regional distribution partners, they want their exclusivities. So you're not, you're not necessarily going to give, you're not, I'm not going to go to a Budweiser distributor in Iowa and say, Hey man, I want you to cover everything else, but I'm taking high V from you. That's not going to, that's not going to fly for those guys. So that's, that's the tough road now to navigate is to try to find those partners that are willing to work with you. Because they know these guys want to go direct because they're going to save money. Well, that's the funny thing. We were just talking about it before this. I was like, sometimes ignorance is bliss because I was telling James, I was like, sometimes, James, you know just a little too much. Like, I would just sign that sucker and be (laughs) like, yo, let's roll. We got another state on board. And then, you know, I'm like, James, you're thinking a little too big. You're thinking a billion dollars. At that point, it won't matter. You know, like. (laughs) I'll stroke a check. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, some of those exclusivities won't matter. Like, we won't even care about all the penalties we have to pay at that point. But. Um, that's kind of tempered our growth a little bit a because little bit. because we are planning for the future and doing this a little bit more uh, conservative and more, I guess, strategic is yeah, the right word. And it's funny where we're ending up. We're ending up in middle of America. In middle of America, yeah. Where, whereas I thought, I really thought, I mean, the Southeast is still going to pick on at some point, right? Yeah. I mean, it's going to happen. Um, but the middle of the country is like really dialed in. I've, been, I've reached out or I've had you know, distribution partners reach out to me that I had no interest in talking to anytime in the near future. It's like, hey, man, why haven't you called me yet? I'm like, I don't really want to talk to you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a couple of years. Let me, let, me, let me establish some business and then we'll double back. But um, to, your, to your point, it's get, it, is getting a, it is getting to be a crowded market. So maybe it is time to kind of maybe not necessarily scrap the strategy by any stretch because we definitely want to you know, grow this thing in a sustainable way. Um, but finding those partners that are going to buy into the brand like we have. Yeah. Um, and, and really appreciate what we're, what we're doing. I here. think the ones that we've picked off so far in terms of those regional distributors seem to be on board. Agree. You oh, know what 100%. I mean? Like yeah. getting good movement and placement and everything like that. So now, the, the people who have bought in have bought in and, yeah. and they've really appreciate the branding. And that that's, I was talking to another mentor in the space a few nights ago and he was like, so what do you think of the specialty space right now as that incubator, incubator model? And I was like, well, there's so many drinks now. And he said it before I did. He goes, yeah, but they all taste the same. I'm like, for the most part, they do kind of all taste the same. Which goes back to our original point that we talked about, about new flavors here, where we go. 100%. Boosh, boosh, boosh. Boosh, boosh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> um, 
So in talking to him in that space, is it was what, what separates you, right? And I think what separates us is the branding. Everybody, everything else kind of looks the same too. Yep. Whereas we're, we're well, did you see Rise's new uh, yeah. drink that they're and I sent it to you and it's I was like, similar. I was like, this looks like a white ghost, kind of a little bit. I mean, like let's just be honest, yeah, you it, know, it like they're both very bit. strong brands. So I'm, yeah. I'm not talking even, I'm not talking yeah. smack here, but yeah. man, it's I swear that shelf presence. It looked, it looked like yeah. a ghost energy it drink looked, to me. Yeah, it, and maybe that's by it design. Like Rise like, to me. If if I'm a, if I'm a Rise and someone's picking up Rise Rise Ghost Rise and Rise. What did I say? Rise Ghost R Y S E is what I'm talking about. Gotcha. Yep. I know, but it looks like Rise. And then it gets confusing oh, with rise, rise and Rays. I'm talking about Rise. Yeah. I know. Who's on first? <laughs> I don't know. What are we talking about? <laughs> I'm just over here just jumping in trying to get where, my words. Where am I? Meat Brigade! Yeah, buddy. <laughs> just trying to get my words. Rap Hip Viper here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So what, what are the... What are the trends that you're seeing here? What do you, what do you like in the industry? What What is crap? What do you think is... Uh, like? Let's give your rundown on the... In- Taking America out of the space, like okay. what do you see going on now? Leaning heavily in the lifestyle. I mean, Ghost is doing a really good job yeah. um, with their brand collaborations. Um, I know we've talked about doing a couple of those. Yep. We even talked about doing a couple that may make fun of the whole thing, which I think would be awesome. Um, hoping that comes to fruition. We'll yep. see. Um, but that that's basically what, now that everything does kind of taste similarly, what's going to separate you is going to be your branding and, 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 trying to create a new flavor profile or create nostalgic flavor profiles um, by leaning into, say, the Starburst or... How much like do you think the C-Store grocery consumer, which is the large majority of customers, mm-hmm. like, right? How many of them do you think care that care about the formulation, the, the actual active ingredients? So... One of the conversations we had early on with Ed Bang was Jack would go on and on about the ingredient profile. Yep. And at that time, we would all say, Jack, no one gives a damn. It tastes good. It's high in caffeine. All they care about. Um, when we went to Ignite, um, that drink is efficaciously dosed as a nootropic. Yeah. No one cares. Does it taste good? Is it high in caffeine? Do I feel does something? It, does it look good? Does yeah. it look good? That's really, that's, that's the long and the short of that category right now. And that, 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 even though that is the bulk of the consumer in the country, they're not very educated. Well, and just, just to provide some transparency here also, um, the difference between probably a, uh, let's say a prop blend, let's say the difference between, so when you're buying these cans, we've had to learn how to do this from scratch, and it's way different than supplements. The suppliers, the cans, the sleeves, the manufacturing, the how you buy the raws and the kits and all that other stuff, and how you price it out and how you have to pay for it, all that stuff, right? So the flavor kits for these, we're really only talking, the difference between like a prop blend where you really don't even know what the heck's in it, and it's just like soda, right? Like with, let's say 3D yep. and Nilani, okay. right? They're they're basically the same thing. Yep. and they're a prop blend and somebody like, let's say I'm trying to take Merrick out of it for this conversation. So something like ghost that has a, you know, a nicely efficacious dosed, uh, you know, nootropic aspect of it. We're talking at most a dollar per case difference in cost based on that. So on average, average. so like, and you know, might be even less than that. Um, so over a can, I mean, we're talking maybe an eight cent difference, which 
I mean, honestly, I mean, we talk about this all the time, like a dollar a case it's, does add up, but it's, it's not healthy. as much as what I think a lot of the viewers and the most people would think the difference in the cost. It's not like a dietary supplement right. because at the end of the day, you're drinking single serves, not 20 or 30 mm-hmm. serves. So just for some perspective, um, that formulation really doesn't affect cost as much as other things would. No, not at all. Not at all. At, at this point, you're 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 just as much from a cost standpoint. You're uh, you're you're tied to uh, uh, volume, right? Yep. I mean, that's that's the biggest thing. A lot there there are so many things. Ed Seltzer's has taken a big hit in co-packing this country as well. If you're not running, shoot, if you're not promising a co-packer a million ca- a million cases a year, you're kind of or a million cans a year, you're kind of behind the eight ball. Yep. Immediately from a pricing standpoint and maybe even a line time. Standpoint. Yep. I mean, I think that's the one thing that we will say with our partner, our manufacturing partner. So we, we did change our manufacturing partner. Uh, we used to run in uh, Florida and now we run in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, they have been one of the best service providers, contract manufacturers, even in the dietary supplement space that we've ever used. I, I think. I, I can I can tell you from a beverage standpoint that I've had the opportunity to work with multiple in the States and internationally. They are by far the the. Yeah. The most gracious group I've ever. Yeah, met. I think that's a good way to say. It. Like they, they don't, um, they don't give us pushback. There's nope. not like a, a rinky dink charge here for this and a rinky dink charge here for this because you ask us to do one little tiny thing or check on something, give us an inventory count, or it's always like, yeah, happy to do it. Yep. Well, we, we can we can you know, really double down on that because they're uh, our last run where our cans were late. Yes. Um, really pushed them behind on their schedule, and they they run twelve ounces and sixteen ounces. So it's a it's a I think four to six hour switchover just to yeah. change the to change the line yeah. out to run the next. They waited to the last possible second um, to to make a decision on whether to kick us off that that line time the next day or not. And yeah. they to their credit, man, they if it had been me or you, <laughs> I'll see you in two weeks. Right. Um, but they were amazing. It's like, no, dude, we'll, we'll make it work if we can make it work. And I mean, they pushed it to the last possible minute and they're like, all right, when the, and the cans finally arrived, so everything worked out well. Um, but they were, they were super gracious. So, um, I don't know what else I was going on here. What were we talking about? Oh, the, di- the different costs in it. So what else do you see uh, on the market now? Like, so, uh, like I, we know Alani and ghost are doing, you know, have mm-hmm. a good footprint and they're doing well. What else are you seeing out there so, that, cause like everyone's like, Rise, I think is the right way to say it. Rise yeah. is coming out with one. Who else is coming out with one? I think uh, Hyde is coming back out. With a can, I don't know who's doing their can design. That one's it's, a little it's, tough. It's aggressive. It's aggressive. Um, and I feel like there's some other people coming out with one. Well, there's too. other uh, other drinks that you don't like. We get. I I saw for the first time like being in the when we were well, on Europa. The road. Mm-hmm. No, not uh, in Europa. Uh, like more like uh, like Sway was one of them. Right, like right, lifestyle. Right. When you mentioned some lifestyle, lifestyle brands, type yeah. stuff. So. What do you think of the rock string? Oh, and the rock. How I, is I, that? How is that drink moving? Let's just I, get right to it. It tastes like poo poo. It, it's the rock. It's it's one hundred percent. But that's okay to buy it once to support the rock. But if I'm gonna draw, I'm not drinking rock piss. No, it's, right? Like it's yeah, it's not good. And 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 I'll be nicer than I usually am just because this will be public. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna say what I really want to say. Yeah. It's, and, and we just talked about everything is kind of relatively tastes the same and everything's kind of really good at this point yeah. um, with some few outliers that we'll, we'll, right. we won't name specifically. But in, in an arena where everything tastes amazing, why would you choose something that's lackluster? I don't care who's behind the brand. Which is disappointing because I actually kind of like his tequila, even though it's obviously yeah. made for mass market. This tequila is pretty strong for what it is. Um, I, I was so shocked 
that this product. Well, I, apparently they came out right? with a twelve ounce a twelve ounce energy version now, right? They, they I think and it, I hear it's better. Immunity boost. I, I have heard it's better. Maybe yeah. maybe they are getting some feedback and changing. I think Shane from Stack Three D mentioned that it, it is better. Right. Okay. Um. But yeah, that one that one always on it. caught me by surprise. What do you think about uh? What is it? Uh, Logan Paul. Uh, the prime, the, prime. the hydration drink, man. Yeah. Again, at this point, if you're leaning toward, obviously it's not carbonated. It is as a hydration. They're going yeah. after Gatorade. Um, and whatever your feelings are, the Paul, the Paul brothers are, man, those, those kids get it, man. Jesus. I mean, they, it doesn't matter what they touch right now. It's turning to gold like the rock, I guess. Um, but I understand that there was a supply chain issue with, you know, Gatorade and maybe some of those guys. So they, they took advantage of a situation and they're have all, you tried it? I have not tried it yet, but it's, I think it's like three or four grams of sugar per serving. And, you know, I don't really mess with sugar. So, um, <laughs> um, but they, they have taken over so much market share so quickly. I mean, I, well, I saw some stuff, like 20 pallet drop at a Walmart in California. It's like, Jesus, guys, for something that's been in trade for two months is insane. But it's just much a testament to what we talked about earlier, this lifestyle brand and how are you driving traffic, right? And that's more if you're going to differentiate yourself and what's in the market now, it's your branding play and how you move in traffic. All right. If we have free range, right, then I'm putting you on the spot. Okay. And you can give away all our trade secrets oh, no. Secrets here. You, you, what is the next product category from America Energy, the, the, like the company? I, if you wanted to do so, like I said, hey, James, let, let's, do, let's keep rolling with the 16-ounce energy drink. What do we do next? I think there's on the beverage side. I think there's an allied brand internally that we could do a 12 ounce for that'd be really, really popular. Um, and I would say sometime in the next year or so, this THC, maybe even Delta A market is going to start to take a, take some market share too. So that's a, uh, do you think, what about the, isn't there something up for Delta eight legality now? What's, <laughs> do you know anything about that? I, I've seen some of it, but it, it's, it's, it, that's why I would say lean, or start some work in the THC space because that's who's driving that. It's the THC uh, investors who are going to lose out on market share by allowing Delta Eight in the market. Do you really think they're going to federally legalize I THC? One hundred percent agree. At some point in the next two years, I have no two doubt. Years. Two years. Two years. You're losing too much money. Let's look at it this way: during the pandemic, THC shops where it was legal was considered essential business. But it was illegal in other states. Sounds like a pathway to legalization to me. Hmm. And you're losing revenue as a, as a country. Well, we did try at Delta 8 America Energy, just saying. Who did? <laughs> so it was no, amazing. I, I think that's the pathway for beverage moving forward because the energy category is so saturated now. So what is, it, what is a, do you, do you mix energy with it? Do you mix caffeine with a THC product or do you go non-stimulant with a THC product? I think you can do both. I think you can kind of, I mean, because every just add a plus on the end for the energy. Right. Um, but you, you're, you're allowing yourself to enjoy it longer, I guess. I mean, because if I have taken a Delta 8 personally, it's supposed to be to sleep. But if I, I'm thinking internally, I'm like, if I have a little bit of caffeine, maybe I can kind of, you know, elongate that kind of high feeling. I don't want to say high, but. Um, Did you where, just say where, elongate? Where, where, and high. <laughs> and high? Here we go again. What's going on? I love it here. <laughs> I love it here. <laughs> I'm here for the gayness. Um, yep. Um, I'm here for that and the drinks. So um, what else you got, Meat? You got anything else for Mr. Mr. James Gracie talking about energy drinks? Hey, here? I don't think there's anything. We're, we're running short on time. Yeah, I know. That's you why got, I said you got a big call here oh, uh, wow. 
in a little bit. Yeah, I can't wait. And then uh, I think we want to switch gears, actually. <laughs> yeah. We're going to switch gears. Well, I, I appreciate you guys giving me a chance to get out of my shell because you know how much I hate this. And yeah. being that we're 45 minutes in, um, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked it's been that long. But the real reason why we had Meet put this together is that I've had the opportunity, and I'm going to say I, and I'm going to say I too much to drive me crazy, to put this thing together. I work for a lot of companies and a lot of bosses who don't um, back up or, or follow through on what they say and do. To me, culture is amazing. There's a bunch of people that just walked in that you can't see right Pretty now. Pretty much everybody in the warehouse. Yeah. So culture to me is paramount, which is one of the biggest reasons why I came here. And, and, and people who, who, who do what they say they're going to do. I've, and having the opportunity to, to travel with you more often re- recently, you remind me of a couple of mentors I've had in the space where you, you, your word is your bond. And that's amazing. And you've been giving out these coins to people um, to recognize them for what they do or for the company um, and kind of recognize their character, right? And we want to um, give one to you and to stay humble. And the reason stay humble is yours is that even though you have, you know, started to build this empire, if you will, I'm going to say it, um, you haven't let it get to your head. Um, you, you are the kind of guy that if uh, you're going to ask somebody to go pull something in the back, um, you're going to go do it with them. And I, I can tell you from my short time being here and working for some people, I could tell you would not do that. Um, it was one of the biggest driving reasons why I came here. And I know a lot of the people in this room feel the same way. Man, I, I was about to get a little emotional there for a minute. This is so weird. It's like, um, yeah, I don't even know what to say. So the funny thing is, is like, James mentioned it to me, and then I was thinking about it, and then talking to Sam, and it's like, yeah, can we give these to yeah. Doug? How, like, how Doug keeps this? giving us these <laughs> coins. Like, he keeps giving out these coins, but, like, and then all of us were thinking of that yeah. coin specifically. And that's why I would You are the king at using 100%. we, and it is ours, and it is us, and it is not about I. 100%. This is super weird. I don't know why I'm getting emotional, um, and I don't know if I even want to put this on the internet, but- um, this, this means a lot just because the past week has weighed a lot on me. There's so many things going on in my life, uh, a lot driven by this business that has just been, I told you the other day, I feel like I'm like this, like constantly pushing away. Like it's either swatting flies or it's constantly going like this. And, um, it's, it's a lot sometimes. And I don't, I don't have anyone to talk to about this. Like I can't, you know, like I can talk to Stephanie about this, but like if I want to talk to somebody else, like it's hard because all my best friends are in my business. Right. And I'm a leader. So it's like, I don't literally have anyone to talk to. So the pressures are always like this. And a lot of the pressures are self-imposed, but it's because I have such good people like you guys that I put so much pressure on me. Like, I don't care about the money. I mean, I'm going to be fine, right? Like, regardless if I lost all my money, I know I'm going to be fine. Um, I don't care about that. I really care a lot about, you know, right now we've been talking about, like, profitability is tough. Business is great, but the, the, the percentage profitability is lower than ever, and that weighs a lot on me, and not because of me. Like I said, I'm going to be fine. It's just because my goal is to continue to give everyone opportunities all the time, and that, I don't want that to slow down, right? Because it's been great recently, right? And so like now when cost of goods are up 70% and all that, it just makes things a lot more difficult. And that adds, I put that stress on me, not, not because of like anything like myself, it's because of you guys. Um, and so to receive this coin, 
you know, any day is amazing, but to receive it today just really means a lot. So thank you so much. I yep. love you guys. Love you too, brother. Yeah. yeah. So that just got super weird. No, I got, it was just, <laughs> oh was no, exactly we were trying right. to make you cry. That was the point. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was pretty good. Yeah. That was pretty good. Oh yeah! Uh, just needed oh, to, all right. just needed to lighten it up a little bit. Pull, pull yourself together. You got to switch gears. You got a big call. You got to go swat a fly. Uh, I'm definitely swat a swat as you would say. Flat a swat. All right, guys. I guess that's it. That was fun. Thank you. Yeah, thank you guys. Until next time, keep crushing it.